It's time for your favorite episode from the Sound the Horn podcast. March Madness is here. The Horn Brothers, we're, we're all together. It's time to sound the horn. What up, everyone? We are back, and it is March, which means we've got March Madness, baby. Oh, yeah. Who's ready for some tournament? My, my well, life technically, March Madness started tonight. Right now It did. We actually had a – I just watched before we got on the end of the pit game, and, you know, Mississippi State had a wide open three to try to win it, and he missed, and then a tip in that they missed, so – pretty good game to start out um we had a really good championship week i think that there were some great games some great tournaments i think that uh to me i sat and poured over this bracket over the last couple days and man there's just so many possibilities that could come out of this bracket there's no real favorites i could see no one seeds i could see all four one seeds i mean it is just wide open there's Duke might be one of the favorites right now, and they're a five seed, you know, so it just we're a little bit all over the place on all this, and I, I think that, that makes it exciting. We're in for an exciting three weeks. Well, I think, yeah, you uh, you did a lot of interesting things there. Duke is a very interesting team right now, and as I've watched them down the stretch, they're playing like the team I think they've had the talent to play with all year, but now all of a sudden it's like they finally turned it on, and they might. I mean, let's see if they make a run for it. So we're going to dive into it. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Uh, see what happens with the brackets this year. I think there's some really interesting matchups. And if you're an Alabama fan, like you're dead to me. All right. Like, but we'll talk about that in a second. Alabama basketball program is a disgrace right now. Oh, my goodness. But they are the number one overall seed. They are very, very talented. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with them this year. So we're going to jump right into it. So we're going to, what we're going to do today, we're going to go through and talk about our brackets, our picks, kind of see what we think, because obviously we are college basketball experts. So you'd want to listen to what we have to say, even though like, again, two years in a row, my wife has destroyed me in our bracket picks. So we'll see what happens as we go through here. Uh, we're going to go through and, and and give our picks. And then after we do that, we'll go through and flip a coin for each of the games. We'll see, are we better than like random chance? And we might be, we might not be. We'll see what happens hey, as we if, go through and anything, do that. It's always last fun. Year's year. any uh, barometer on that, we are barely better than a coin flip, if not worse. I think that I beat out the coin, but by, you know, the slimmest of margins. So. Yeah, I think the coin did fairly well in the early rounds, less so as we got to the end, but we'll see what happens. So let's jump into it and look at the brackets. Um, Oh, and just a reminder before we do that, check out our Facebook page. We do have the link. If you want to join us in our bracket challenge, compete against us. This is probably the most popular bracket challenge that's out there, right up there with all the celebrity bracket challenges that they have. Um, There is no money that you can win. There's really no prize except like, you know, bragging rights, but I, which seems to be a big deal. We might have a trophy, Riley. 
I'm going to put you on that. We might have a trophy for the winner of the bracket challenge. I, I will um, work on a trophy. I was going to say, we All might, right. we definitely might could have the winner on the podcast if they would like to. We we could definitely have the winner on the podcast, yes, to have you share with us all your bracket knowledge, that bracketology that you've been thinking through. But all of this is on the ESPN Men's Tournament Challenge app. You can find it on the Facebook page. We'll send it back out after we post this episode, but we'd love for you to join in and see how you'd fare against uh, against the rest of us that have joined. And thanks for everyone that has already joined the challenge. We've already got almost 20 um, entries into the bracket challenge. So it's going to be fun to see how everybody does. All right, well, let's go, let's go um, region by region and talk about what we see. So Ben, I'm going to hand it over to you first in the South region. This is where we have the number one overall seed Alabama in there. What are you looking at as you're looking at this side of the bracket? I, I, I'm not, I'm kind of on the page with you. Bama's a mess. I don't think that their best players should be playing. We can get into all of that, but I think that's been beat with a dead horse and we're definitely going to hear more about it over the next two and a half weeks. But that being said, I don't see a lot of challenge here for Alabama. I have Alabama coming through out of the South, going to the final four. I don't think, you know, if you look at Arizona, Baylor, they don't seem that dangerous for an Alabama team. I have the four seed losing to Furman in the first round. That's my upset within this round is a 13 over a four. Furman can score the ball and uh, put up a lot of points. And that might be difficult for Virginia, who does not score the ball that well. So I'm excited to see. I, I think that's my big upset. Um, and then other than that, it's kind of go through as it is. And I think that Bama pretty much has a, fairly easy route to get to the final four out of the South region. Riley, what are you thinking from the South region? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I went the same way. I've got Bama coming out of the South. Um, the, I didn't, I did not have Virginia losing. Um, so we'll see on that. Like, I don't mind that pick, but I did not go with it. Um, I have Bama beating Virginia and then taking over Arizona. The upset that I did choose, I chose a couple of them. I think Utah State's going to take down Missouri. 10 over 7 is usually a pretty pretty safe bet. And I have NC State over Creighton. So I picked a couple of lower seeds in that one, and let's see if they can they can pull it out. I've seen NC State play some good basketball at times this year. I did have Utah State as well. I guess I should throw that out there. And I very heavily debated Utah State beating Arizona. Obviously, as a Boise State fan, I've watched Arizona State play a couple times. They beat Boise State twice in the last two weeks. Um, so I think that they're Utah State right or now. Arizona State? Utah State to beat Arizona. Utah State beat Boise State. Did I? I'm sorry if I misspoke, but I think that they're hot right now, and that's a dangerous team. And I really think that they could beat Arizona after beating um, Missouri there in the uh, first round. I think that they have a good shot at taking down number two Arizona as well. Yeah, Arizona's got a really good offense. I just I don't know if I I just don't really trust a lot of the Pac-12 teams this year. Like I'm not putting a ton of stock in what's happened there. I don't have a ton of upsets this side of the bracket, to be honest with you. Um, although I could see Furman doing that. Virginia seems to underperform in the in the tournament time year after year. So I, I, that could happen. I didn't pick that, though. 
The only upset I have really is Utah State. I have West Virginia over Maryland, but that's not really an upset. Uh, the one that I'm looking at, I don't think Baylor's coming or that Alabama's coming out of this side of the bracket. I picked Baylor. Uh, I think they just have a lot of experience and they've already been going through the gauntlet with the Big 12 all season. So I, I have Baylor coming out of the of the South region there. Uh, sticking on the on the left side of the bracket, um, on the left side left side of your bracket in the East region, uh, how's that looking for y'all? I'll I'll start this one off. I have literally zero upsets planned in this one. Um, just didn't feel good about any of them. So the guy, the kind of upset I guess I have is I have Duke coming out of that. Uh, Duke's been playing good basketball down the stretch. There's a lot of talent on that team. I think that they are going to make a run at it this year. Um, it took them a while to figure out life post Coach K, but I think they're kind of figuring it out and getting within themselves. So I have Duke over Kansas State to make it into the Final Four. Wow, K-State, huh? Uh, so this is another one. I picked another 13 over a four. I think that I think I'm I'm kind of under underwhelmed by the SEC. I think that they got a lot of benefit of the doubt this year, but I don't think Tennessee. I'm not that impressed with Tennessee, so I went with Louisiana over Tennessee, another 13 over four. Um, other than that, I kind of went a lot of chalk. I do have Memphis beating Purdue. I think Memphis is actually a really good team. I don't. I just don't trust Purdue. You know, I mean. They got a big guy. What's his name? That's down low, you know, all American. I, I, Edie. But Edie, that's his name. Um, but I think Memphis can score. And I, last year they got a lot of guys back watching them play against Houston. You know, I think that they, they could take down Purdue, but then I have Marquette. I'm actually going with Marquette to come out of this region, um, taking down Duke in the elite eight and, and, and advancing to the final four. Yeah, I think you might have copied my bracket there, Ben, a little bit. Like, is I got Louisiana over Tennessee. I have Memphis over Purdue, and I've got Marquette beating Duke in the Elite Eight. That one, I was, I was a little bit back and forth on it because Duke has been playing so well. But uh, Shaka Smart in the tournament, he seems to do really well. Been to the Final Four before. Marquette is rolling right now. Um, so I'm I'm going with that with that there. I do have Kentucky making it to the Sweet 16, taking down Kansas State. Uh, so that's that's another one that I'm looking at there. But agree with you with the SEC. I don't really trust a lot of the teams there. I'm not putting a ton of stock in what they've done. Um, and Rick Barnes' teams, you know, he was at the University of Texas for a long time and underperformed in the tournament. You know, I just. He doesn't seem to – his teams don't seem to do well in the tournament, so I'm taking the Raging Cajuns there in the first round as my big upset um, in the East region. Other than that, it's pretty straightforward for me, but I've got Marquette also coming out of that. So I've got Baylor Marquette as my first two Final Four teams. Riley, you've got Duke in Alabama, and Ben, you've got Marquette in Alabama. So Yeah. And how we're great not is too that- crazy yet. How great is that pairing of Shaka Smart with Marquette, huh? That seemed to have worked out really well. So, yeah, he just wasn't a fit for Texas, but he's doing great at Marquette. He's yeah, a really good yeah. coach. I like Shaka he's Smart a lot. Fit. Yep. All right, let's go over to the Midwest onto the right side of the bracket on the top end there. Houston is the number one seed. 
uh, for this side of the bracket? How do you see this playing out? Uh, ben, you can go first this time. So, man, man, I went a lot of chalk in this bracket. I think literally the only upside I have is I have Drake beating Miami. I'm just not that impressed with Miami. I think that Drake might have got a little bit of an underseat here at 12. Um, I, I, I really like that pick. That's my that's my 12-5 for the bracket. I had to pick one, and that was by far the best one I thought that I had on the in the entire bracket. And then other than that, like I'm a lot of chalk on here. I don't, I mean, I have Auburn beating Iowa, but that doesn't really count. And then it's, um, you know, it kind of goes from there. I got the top four seeds all in the sweet 16. I got Houston beating Texas in the elite eight to go to the final four. So I I really thought about Texas going in on that one, but I just think that Houston is experienced. They're playing well, give them, you know, they're not going to have too much of a trouble in that first weekend, get them a little healthy, come to the sweet 16 elite eight time they'll be a little bit healthier than they are now. And uh, I think that Houston will come through and the final four out of the Midwest. I, I'm a little, like I'm very close, but in the early stages, this is where I put a lot of the upsets. So I did 12 Drake over Miami. Once again, I'm with you. I'm not really impressed with Miami. And I think Drake's a team that's going to give them a challenge. Um, I have um, Pitt over Iowa state and I was actually hoping Pitt was the one to win. I kind of like that. I think I think Pitt can get that job done. And I took Penn State over Texas A&M as well. Um, but then once again, in the Sweet 16, I've got all four seeds, all four top seeds. But when it comes down to it in the lead eight, I've got Texas winning over Houston, taking it to the final four because we are the horns. And so we must support Danny and cheer for those long horns. We, we are going to hook them. All the live long day. The eyes of Texas are upon you. That is my final four pick here. And that is strictly logical. And there's no fan bias in that. As I made that pick, Texas all day. There might be a little bit of fan bias there. But I've I've got Drake as well over Miami. You know, Miami's got their star player, Omier, who's who's out injured. And I think that really affects them. I think they had a good regular season, but they're overseeded for the team that they have uh, because of injury there. I have Drake winning there and I have Drake beating Indiana in the second round. I've got Drake into the sweet 16 against Houston. um, And that's where their Cinderella run ends. Um, But then I've got the one that I'm looking forward to here. I really want to see Texas versus A&M in the second round. I think that would be so much fun if, if we get to see, that rivalry renewed in the second round, that Saturday game is going to be amazing. So I am hoping a year, a year before they become in the same league again, right? You know, but no, no, no two years. It's a, Texas has one more year, but yeah, this yeah, is where I would a year early. I would love to see early, this yeah. in the tournament though. Yeah. Texas and Texas A&M um, battling it out, but I've got Texas coming through beating Houston um, for the final four, which Imagine the Big 12 is tough enough as it is. Let's add Houston to the mix there. That's going to be a tough league. Oh, my goodness, next year. Wow. All right. Let's go to the bottom half, bottom right of the bracket, the West region. Kansas, the number one seed over here. How's this playing out? Riley, you so, can go first. Yeah. My pick coming out, I'm going to start with that. I got Kansas. Kansas over Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Gonzaga's an up-and-down team this year. They're going to play well enough to get to the Elite Eight, and then they're just going to do what they do in the tournament and then not get the job done. Um, 
but I do like them over UCLA. I think that Gonzaga has been able to play against big teams sometimes. And so let's see that happen. Some upsets in here. I do have Boise State because obviously, um, I mean, who wouldn't choose that? Um, and then I've got, um, I did choose the A the 11 over TCU, over six, over TCU, ASU Nevada. I've seen TCU play in some games. They've been really good sometimes. They've also been not good sometimes. And so I think they're susceptible for that upset. I'm going to give them that. Um, other than that, pretty straightforward. But St. Mary's is going to lose to Kansas. And then Kansas is going to overtake Gonzaga going to the final four. Okay, I'm definitely going a different route. And part of it, I think, is Kansas is a decent team. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. I don't. First of all, it's always hard to repeat, and I think that that makes it a little bit more difficult here. I have, first of all, yes, go Broncos. I think Boise State's going to get their first NCAA tournament win this year. I think that that's a good matchup with them against Northwestern. Northwestern is a good defensive team, but Boise is also a good defensive team and can score, and then they can spread the ball around. They got five players averaging double digits, so if you kind of take one guy away, they got somebody else. They can shoot. And so I think that having a little bit of offense against a good defensive team, but you also play good defense gives them the advantage there over Northwestern. I really wanted to pick them over UCLA. I just don't know that I see that happening. I think UCLA is a pretty good team. Plus they got the guy with the best hair in the tournament and probably one of the best names in the name of tiger, you know? So I kind of like UCLA in that matchup. Um, which also brings this cool Gonzaga UCLA matchup, West Coast, you know, this kind of this dynamic of that playing in Las Vegas like that. That'll be a fun thing. You know, UCLA and Gonzaga there in Vegas. Uh, I do have Gonzaga beating UCLA, Gonzaga coming out of the region. I have Gonzaga making it to the final four out of that region. Riley, I think that the one place you're underestimating is that UConn team. That UConn team can play. I think they're on a run. I think they have a decent matchup. First, obviously, uh, in the first round, but then going up against St. Mary's, I think that they're better than St. Mary's, and I have them beating Kansas. So I have Gonzaga, UConn, Gonzaga coming out of the region. All right. Uh, I I don't know. I don't think Gonzaga's that good this year. I mean, they've got Drew Timmy, but I just – I've watched them almost lose to BYU – twice like they were bailed out both games BYU should have won those games like they've struggled against St. Mary's a couple times I think St. Mary's is a good team um I just don't think this isn't as powerful a Gonzaga team I have them losing to Kansas in the Elite Eight so I still trust them quite a bit and their tournament pedigree to get it done um I actually have Iona beating UConn Ben so I'm going a little little different direction there um have the upset there but I've got Kansas coming out of this region as well. Uh, Boise State over Northwestern. But I am that Gonzaga-UCLA rematch of one of the most epic college basketball games ever with that game-winning shot um, that Gonzaga had a couple of years ago. Um, would love to see that matchup. I think that's going to be interesting if we get that in the Elite Eight there. But I've got – or in the Sweet 16. So I've got Gonzaga, though. Um, taking down or Gonzaga losing to Kansas, Kansas in the final four. And we got multiple Gonzaga UCLA tournament games. You got that one a couple of years ago. And then you also had, you know, if you go back into the 
into the aughts of 2000s with, you know, um, Adam Morrison laying on the ground. UCLA was an eight seed and Gonzaga was a one seed and Morrison crying, laying on the floor. You know, I mean, there's some history there between those that two was, teams. In that was a memorable, ga- memorable game for sure. Yeah, lots of lots of fun history there. I think it'll be interesting to to see that play out. And so in the final four, then I have um so my four, Baylor, Marquette, Texas, Kansas. Riley, you've got Alabama, Marquette, Texas, Kansas. And Alabama, ben, got, Alabama, Duke, Texas, Kansas. That's right. You've got Duke. And then Ben's got Alabama, Marquette, uh, Houston, and Gonzaga. So who do you got playing in the championship game? Who wins it all? I got, first of all, Bama Marquette game. Um, I really wanted to go with Marquette here. I just, Bama's pretty much been the number one team all year. You know, they may have got down to a two. They may have lost a game here and there. But pretty much, I think that for most of the year, they've kind of been the leader of the pack. So I got Bama beating Marquette. I would really like to see Marquette do it. I just think that Bama has the star power that can bring that into a final four. And then I actually, and maybe this is a little bit of Homer. I went to college in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, in Idaho, but I was two hours South of Spokane. So I got a little about Gonzaga in my heart. I also think that drew Timmy is just the one thing I'll disagree with you, Danny, is I know you may have watched a little bit closer with BYU in the West coast conference, but I've watched Gonzaga play a little lately. I think that they're kind of like Duke. They may have struggled a little bit to find their identity at part times throughout the year, but I think that they're picking it up at the right time. I think they're playing their best basketball of the year right now. I think Timmy really has that fire desire, and I think that uh, this is the opportunity for Gonzaga to make it to the national championship and beat Alabama. I have Gonzaga winning it all uh, this year. I think that their offense is impeccable. Um, obviously they have scored over a hundred multiple times this year. I think that that offensive firepower is there. And I, I really am excited to see that national championship game. I think it'll be, you know, a little bit of high scoring in the seventies and, uh, I got Gonzaga winning it all. All right. Um, so yeah, going through that first matchup, Alabama Duke, I went back and forth on this one a lot. And I think I went against probably my better judgment of who should win and went more of with the fan goggles. I've always been a fan of Duke, love cheering for Duke, so I chose Duke. Um, you know, I think they have the talent to do it It's if they put it together. Um, I mean, my better logic probably told me Bama's Bam going to win that, but I'm going to cheer for Duke anyways. That's what March Madness is about, right? And then between Texas and Kansas, once again... I mean, this is Sound the Horn podcast. Hook 'em horns. We're going with Texas in that matchup. Um, with All ben, the live long day. Once again, like Ben said, though, it's hard for a team to repeat. I think Kansas is going to make a run in the tournament into the Final Four, but I just don't see them getting back to that championship. So Texas is going to overtake them there. And then I have the Texas Longhorns winning it all. Hook 'em horns. Let's get it done, baby. Yeah, I'm 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 a little worried. I'm getting worried now um, because of my picks here. Yeah, I have Texas winning it all because you know what? Hook them, all right? Like, we're going total fan here. Yes, Texas is winning it all. But what I'm concerned with, Riley, is you're picking Texas to win it all. My two kids have picked Texas to win it all. 
now I'm worried that Texas is going to lay an egg when we get to the tournament. But you know what? Let's we're going to keep the faith here. Um, I've got Texas beating Kansas for the third time. Like they beat them right at the end of the regular season. They beat them for the Big 12 title. They're going to beat them a third time, go to the championship game, and they're going to face off against their former coach, Shaka Smart, and the Marquette Eagles, and they're going to take them down in the championship game. Texas over Marquette. Write it down. If that happens, Texas goes through A&M and they go through Marquette. This is going to be awesome. So many storylines, so many different things that we could talk about. Super excited. Let's go. And Let's Houston make it happen. for that matter. Yeah, and Houston. Yeah. So, I mean, future Big 12 rival coming in, being able to go through that. So if this happens the way I have it scripted, man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be one of the coolest tournaments ever. But... That's what we think is going to happen. You can, you never know. We, you cannot predict March Madness, which is why we're going to say if we just randomize every single game, what happens? So now it is time. We are going to flip a coin on every single game and see what happens. See what what happens here. So what we're going to do? We're going to go. We're going to go region by region. Um, pick each game. We're going to flip a coin. Heads is for the higher the higher seed tails is for the underdog whatever comes out that's what we're going to pick and so let me set this up we're going to do a new bracket here and this is going to be our random coin flip bracket okay uh ben you got the you got you got your coin there yeah i got my quarter ready to rumble awesome all right so Let's go. So we're going to start first in the south, the south region here. Um, very first matchup here: Alabama, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. All right, order There's right here: Alabama, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. So we got the number one overall seed going down in the first round here. Oh, Corpus Christi uh, winning. Yeah, we do have Corpus Christi with the win. Tails it is. Yes, tails <laughs> never fails. All right. What a go. start for the coin, baby. <laughs> hey, if the coin gets this right, oh man, there's some there's some crazy juju in the air. All right, West Virginia, Maryland. Okay, Maryland is the heads. Maryland's the eight seed here. All right. We got a head for heads for Maryland. Maryland. All right. San Diego State, Charleston. We have a heads for San Diego State. Virginia Furman. We got a tails for Furman. Hey, you picked that one. So right, there we go. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Creighton, NC State. We got NC State Wolfpack. All right, Wolfpack making it through, uh, taking on Volvano's legacy there. All right, Baylor, UC Santa Barbara. Uh, we got a UC Santa Barbara exciting right here. <laughs> we're getting a lot of tails going on. And we're getting a lot of tails. This might be a waiting quarter. Tails never fails, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got All Utah right. State, Missouri. Missouri and Utah State. Hey, we got another Tails. That's going to be go Aggies on that one. Go Utah State. All right. The Aggies are taking down the Tigers there. All right. Arizona, Princeton. Another Tigers. 
Yep. Man, Princeton it is. All right, so we've got a 16. Man, George 13, Washington has 11, a big 14. ego, man. George yeah, Washington 16, has a big 13. ego making his head be heavy so that the tails are always showing on top. Yeah, something. Something there. Yeah. Yeah, so. What do we got? Maryland and San Diego State are the only higher seeds that won? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. Second round matchup here. So the higher seed is Maryland against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, that would be uh, the Texas A&M Corpus Christi going through to the Sweet 16. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go for it. Yep. All right. Uh, San Diego State against Furman. We're going to go Furman. <laughs> Woo, well, we've got a 16 here. versus a 13 in the Sweet 16. This is Yeah, great. how about that? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. NC State, UC Santa Barbara. Sorry, I missed on the coin flip on that one. Uh, we're going to go with NC State on that one. We got a heads finally. All right. And then Utah State, Princeton. Uh, two heads in a row, Utah State, Sweet 16. All right, the Ivy, the smart kids finally get booted. All right, we get rid of the, get rid of the Ivy Leaguers there. All right, so then Sweet 16 matchup, we've got Furman as the high seed at 13 versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, oh, Corpus Christi's going to the Elite Eight. All right, here we go. Here we go. Man, if we have Corpus Christi in the final four, this is going to be amazing. All right. Imagine uh, if that happens, though, you know? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. All right, Utah State against NC State. Utah State, the high seed. Who do we got? Aggies. Utah State. Aggies. All right, here we go. Who gets to the final four? Utah State, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Utah State Aggies in the final four. Utah State Aggies in the final Cinderella four. Cinderella slipper right. falls off, sort of. Well, I mean, they're they're both Cinderellas. Let's just <laughs> let's just keep it. You know, like yeah. let's be honest there. All right. We have our first final four for the coin is the Utah State Aggies going down to the East region here. We've got Purdue versus Texas Southern or FDU. I don't even know who that is. I think it's Florida Dominion, Dominion or something, or something. like that. Whatever. Yep. All right. Who do we got? The Boilermakers. All right. Purdue survives first round. Memphis, Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. You know, this is an interesting eight nine matchup. Both of these teams are really, really good. Um, yeah, I kind of so think that, that both of them are interesting game. I think kind of both of them are underseeded a little bit there. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting eight nine game. Yeah, for sure. All right, Duke Oral Roberts. Uh, this is where Riley's bracket may get may get busted pretty bad here. It's Duke. We're on a tail. We're on a heads run right now. Let's go. All right, all right, Duke, Duke here. All right, Tennessee, Louisiana. I missed again. Uh, we got Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. So a uh, little bit of a – the coin well, doesn't well, like the upsets in uh, the East bracket. All right. Kentucky and Providence. Uh, we got a Providence sighting. 
All right, the Friars are taking down the Wildcats here. All right, uh, Kansas State, Montana State. What are the do the Bobcats have it in them to take down the Wildcats? No, Bobcats do not have it in them. All right, Kansas State moves through. Uh, Michigan State, Sparty versus the Spartans. Spartans versus the Trojans. How about that? Huh? Trojans, Spartans, Trojans. Michigan State versus USC. Trojans win that one. Trojans taking on the Spartans. All right. And then the Marquette, Marquette versus Vermont. <laughs> Vermont. Oh, Danny's champion team, championship team. I there lost mine to Bama, so. Man, you know, Vermont has had some pretty sneaky up, upsets over the years. So, like, I thought that, it's okay. possible. I can see it. I can see it. All right. Purdue versus Florida Atlantic. Purdue. Okay. Duke, Tennessee. Tennessee's the, the high seed here. Right. Tennessee beats the Blue Devils. Tennessee over Duke. All Dang right. It. Okay. <laughs> Kansas State, uh, Providence. K State. We're, right. we're chalking Kansas it up State. here in the East after what the South went through, huh? Yeah. All right. And then last one USC, Vermont. USC, 10 seed, moving in. You know, this actually looks like a feasible Sweet 16 here. Um, right, it's not out of the happening. realm of craziness, huh? Nope, nope. All right, Purdue, Tennessee. Purdue, moving on. Purdue, okay. They they like Zach Eady, right, I guess? This yeah, I guess the coin, coins like it. Up. All right, uh, Kansas State versus USC. We got a Kansas State Wildcat sighting. Wildcats moving on through. Okay. Boilermakers, Purdue versus Kansas State Wildcats for the final four. Purdue is in. Purdue is in. All right. I mean, it's a one seed, right? So, like, totally feasible. So, we've got Utah State, the 10 seed, coming out of the south region. Can we also see Purdue? Can we also say that no Mountain West team has ever made the Final Four? I think. No, they definitely have not. So Kansas. So if Utah State does that, you know, first time ever, Boyne might be predicting it. Yeah, yeah, kind of figuring some things out there. All right, let's go to the Midwest where we've got Houston against Northern Kentucky. Ooh, we got another sixteen seed upset with Northern Kentucky knocking off the Cougars. Man, pandemonium. Pandemonium, <laughs> we tell you. All right. Um, Iowa and Auburn. Iowa. The Hawkeyes. Iowa. All right. Miami Drake. Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. All right. Indiana, Kent State. The great state of Kent. The Golden Flashes. Woo. All right. Taking down the Hoosiers. Okay. Uh, Iowa State and Pitt. Pitt. Panthers. Pittsburgh, huh? All right. Panthers moving on. Xavier versus Kennesaw State. Hey, can we talk about that for a second? Kennesaw State won one game last year. One game. And here they are in the tournament. That's pretty crazy cool. Just shout that out was to pretty Kennesaw incredible. State. Amazing turnaround. 
but their run in the tournament does not go very far. Xavier wins. According to the coin. According to the coin. All right, Texas A&M, Penn State. Uh, we got a Nittley Lions win here. All right, well, we've got Texas versus some toothpaste. So Texas versus Colgate here. Um, let's see if the coin knows its loyalties here. It does so far, Texas. Texas, Texas taking down the rival of Crest. All right. Um, Northern Kentucky is the 16 seed taking on the eight seed Iowa. Iowa is the higher seed here. We're going to have two 16 seeds in the Sweet 16 here with Northern Kentucky Kentucky heading over to the Sweet 16 is is the coin prediction here. All right. Miami, Kent State. Miami Hurricanes. Miami Hurricanes. All right. The state of Kent does not make it very far. It shouldn't. That's not a state. All right. Pittsburgh against Xavier. Xavier. Xavier heads for Xavier. Xavier, the musketeer is moving through. All right. And then those pesky Nittany Lions against the Longhorns. Longhorn could totally take out a, a mountain lion. Wrong. Penn State Nittany Lions moving on. Wow, Texas we is are. Out. We are. Penn State. Penn State. Okay. All right. Well, now you've got Miami in the Sweet 16 facing off against Northern Kentucky. What does the coin predict is happening this time? <laughs> We're going to have two, t- two 16s in the lead eight, according to the coin. We're gonna go northern Kentucky. Uh, northern Kentucky. One. I don't even. I don't even know anything about northern Kentucky. But no, like, I didn't they know there was a northern. Seeds. No, no idea. No, I didn't even know. Didn't even yeah, know that was a thing. All right. Um, yeah. So who are they facing? We got Xavier, the high, the low seed against Penn State, the higher seed here. Xavier, 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 Xavier. All right. And for the final four, Xavier, the three seed against Northern Kentucky, the sixteen seed. Xavier, three seed. Oh. Xavier, all right. Philadelphia rules again. Hey, it'd be, it'd be a good year for Philadelphia sports. You know, like get get Xavier Xavier in there. You had the Eagles go to the Super Bowl already. You had the Phillies go, Phillies to, the Phillies go to the World Series. Series. Yeah, of course, geez, nobody have none of them win, going. but whatever. Nah, they don't win in those games. <laughs> games. <laughs> but you know, like moving to hope, something to cheer for. Yeah. All right. And we'll go down to the final, the final um, bracket here, the West region, uh, Kansas versus Howard. The one seed's going to survive on the lower end of the bracket. Yep. Kansas wins on that one. See, just, you don't want to be the top end of the bracket if you're a one seed is what I'm <laughs> seeing. Like, there's, there's you don't, bad want, you don't want that, I guess. No bueno. You don't want that smoke. Yeah. All right. Arkansas, Illinois. Uh, fighting Illini. All right, Illinois. All right, St. Mary's versus Virginia Commonwealth. The Gales moving on. Gales taking down the Rams. What is a Gale anyway? I have no, I have no idea. A bird? All right. I, I, I knew. I, I knew a lady named Gale one time. <laughs> I did too. Oh, I worked okay. with. <laughs> I don't know if that's helpful. All right, UConn <laughs> versus Iona. The Huskies. 
The Huskies. Okay. Hey, the coin knows something, but like something you like, Ben. You know, you like yeah, those Huskies. Yeah. All right. Texas Christian, maybe they won't play like they did in the national championship game for football against either Arizona State or Nevada. We're taking we're gonna go ahead and say it's Nevada, but we're gonna go with the Wolfpack. Okay. Nevada. You know, I was making fun of the state of Boise and the state of Kent, and right, and Jackson was like, Oh yeah, the state of Arizona. I was like, Arizona <laughs> is a state. Arizona is a state, bud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thought, thought that was funny. Thought what you about the state of Ball? All right, Gonzaga against Grand Canyon University, which is in the state of Arizona. Oh, 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 oh! I dropped the coin. Let's see. We're good. This is good radio, the, right here. The, the Zags are beating the Lopes. Oh no, GCU. Oh, Antelope's going down. All right, Northwestern against Boise State. Here you go, Ben. You've got this the is hat where on. I want to cheat, no matter what happens here. Uh, it's not Dang. down go Coin. the Broncos down go the Broncos uh, alright well what do we have the, the Bruins of UCLA against UNC Asheville what's their mascot you gotta know it I don't know I'm UNC sure. Asheville I have no yeah. idea the, the firemen cause they're you know ashes <laughs> Yeah, the Bruins move on on that one. Maybe, maybe the lack of on. maybe they're the lack of firemen because they're Asheville and not like still there. <laughs> not Waterville. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm trying to look at their their logo. It's like an A with some funny face on it. Like I have no idea what's going on there with that. All right, but the Bruins are taken down. UNC Asheville. If anybody knows UNC Asheville, sorry we're offending you, but like really, like I have no <laughs> idea what you are. All right. No, no, Kansas no versus Illinois. Ooh, the Illini upsetting the Jayhawks. Illini over the Jayhawks. Jayhawks, that's another one. It's like we just took two birds, let's just mix them together. Like, what yeah, the yeah, heck yeah. Is yeah. A Jayhawk? Uh, yeah. All right. The Gales against the Huskies. We're gonna go with the Gales. St. Mary's. All right, Gail's moving on. Gonzaga versus the Arizona State Nevada game. Gonzaga, the Zags move on. All right, the Bulldogs are moving on over here. All right, so now we've got Northwestern, the Wildcats against the Bruins. I think a Bruin could take down a Wildcat. Uh, Nope, Wildcat's going to go ahead and win that one. Man, the smart kids from Northwestern are going to the Sweet 16. All right. Well, let's see then. We've got St. Mary's, the lower seed against Illinois, the underdog. Who wins here? Uh, the Gales are going to the Elite Eight. How, how cool would it be? We got the St. Mary's versus Gonzaga right here, maybe. We'll see what happens. All right. Gonzaga versus Northwestern. Gonzaga, the three. Northwestern, the seven. Gonzaga St. Mary's is happening. Ooh, Man, the, the WCC eight. in the Elite Eight. That this would be an interesting matchup. I don't see it happening, but this would be a lot of fun. The, yeah, we didn't really talk about that this, but cool. how cool would that be? Like we that didn't would even be a get cool that matchup. All right, well, who do you got then? Gonzaga, the St. Mary's, Mary's takes it. St. Mary's the gets Gales the revenge into game. The final four. All right, so what we're looking at then is we've got Utah State Aggies, we've got the Purdue Boilermakers, 
the Xavier Musketeers and the St. Mary's Gales as the final four. Let's go. Who who advances then? Purdue. All I'm saying Utah is, State. if I lose to the coin flip this year, like <laughs> some things went really crazy to where we're just burning brackets and stuff. Like it's just crazy right now. By the by the you way, know, but their final four isn't too isn't too crazy, with the exception of Utah State. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's that, that one's that's nuts. nuts. St. Mary's is a little crazy. I'm sorry. I so, don't know about that. So, know. some quick research, by the way. UNC Asheville, that's a bulldog on the side of the A. They're the bulldogs. I know, another bulldog. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a pointy nosed bulldog. Like, what, yeah, is, what is up he, with it? He's got his mouth open. He's like barking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and the, the I'm not the, a graphic designer. The point of the A, there's like a point coming off the A is what makes it look pointy nosed, right? It's It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, well, I'm not a graphic designer, so shout out to whoever did that. But it looks like a bulldog with a pointy nose. That's I've never <laughs> seen a bulldog with a pointy nose, though. So, all right, Utah State versus Purdue. Thanks for the research there, Riley. Appreciate it. That's that's quality hitting stuff right there. That's it. Oh, 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 oh! We dropped the coin, but we're gonna go with what it shows, and it's a tails. The Utah State Aggies are in Utah the national State? championship game. <laughs> Woo! There's a party yes. in Logan. Yes. Logan is a going party crazy. in Logan. <laughs> Man, that city would be would burn to the ground if that happened. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be within a hundred miles of Logan if, if any of this happens. Like uh, stay away. All right. Xavier, St. Mary's, who we got playing the Aggies in the national championship game. St. Mary's. We have a St. Mary's Saints. Utah State National Championship game right now. <laughs> all right. Who wins it all? The Gales <laughs> or the Aggies? Again, we still don't know what a Gale is. We don't. Other than some lady that Riley does. Some lady. Okay. Here it is. Lock up your women and children in Logan because the city's burning down. The Aggies are winning. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. (laughs) The 10 seed win. All right, Riley, I need you to do a a number randomizer between 1 and 100 for the score here. All right, like what's the – we'll just do it twice to get the the high score and the low score for the tiebreaker here. Okay. Uh, got you coming right now 54 and 83 Ooh, it's a blowout right, so it looks like blowout. Utah State is winning 83 to 54 against St. Mary's in the national title game. You heard it here first. If this happens. We're going, we're going viral. If this happens, just so you know, we're going, we are going viral. If this happens, just know that you, you listen to it here first. Now in all reality, 
if you lose to our coin flip, you're you should stop doing brackets. Like, do not do another bracket for the rest Ever. of your life, right? Ever. 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 You know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this. If I lose to this bracket, <laughs> I am quitting March Madness for the rest of my life. That is how confident I am. Don't watch <laughs> basketball. Don't, don't even pick up a basketball. <laughs> don't don't say the word basketball. Don't ever again. Like you're done. I will never touch basketball for the rest of my life, which I, I love basketball, but this is not going to happen. There is no way, <laughs> no way that this happens. All right. Hey, what if our, what, what if, if our coin flip bracket won the like million dollars or whatever for the perfect bracket? I mean, who are we splitting that? Yeah, we're definitely splitting it three ways. Yeah, uh, but I'm the one that submitted it. So. <laughs> see, yeah, Sammy, but I'm the one the... that flipped the coins, and we have it on recording <laughs> right here that I was flipping the coins. Uh, I might have to destroy some evidence here. All right, <laughs> let's. Uh... <laughs> this is fun. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the tournament this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, ben, I know you're talking about going to Sacramento. They're, I think they're basically giving away tickets to that. Those games you can get them for like six bucks is what what I've seen somewhere on I social saw media. Like, what? Where'd you see that? I really wanted to. Yeah. I have to work. I have actual important work to do that day, yeah. but I really did want to play hooky and go sit and watch four basketball games in Sacramento. My biggest concern was that I'd get on the other side of Donner Pass and be stuck in California because it just can't seem to go two days without absolutely dumping feet of snow up there right now. So, yep. <clears throat> it's going to be fun. Watch some games. I was hoping to just take a couple of days off, sit in the basement, like not move off the couch for a couple of days, but that's, you know, work and parenting and life. It sucks. It sucks being an adult sometimes, hey, but you know what? Um, I, I'm the lucky. Cause I got, I have to work Thursday, so I'm going to be Thursday, but then I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I don't have my kids this weekend. They're at their mom's house, so I'm just going to be sitting in my underwear watching basketball for three days straight, I think, you know? That's a scary sight to, to imagine. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I mean, I think... Please yeah, don't mention the fun. underwear again next time. Like, <laughs> you could have just said sitting in your house watching basketball. I mean... I, I had to take it yeah. next level. We we apologize to anybody that got that visual image. Um, like it's it's scary. Yeah, we we get it. So or you're welcome. Hopefully you're not scarred for life. <laughs> yeah. We need to have some sort of parental advisory before this one. We don't want to traumatize any kids with certain images in their minds. All right. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to to watch. Um, kind of closing us out for this episode today. One other thing that's going on that as baseball fans, I feel like we should be talking more about, but I keep every time I go somewhere, I'm not seeing, no one's talking about the world baseball classic. Like it's just blah, right? The like, o- there's the, just the only place no it's juice. been, the only place it's been brought up to me in conversation is that baseball practice where other coaches are like, Hey, did you watch the world baseball classic game last night? And then we start talking about it. Right. But that's the only place it ever becomes a conversation. Sad. Nobody's talking about this. And I think it's really a missed opportunity and there's never a good time. I think baseball's different than some of the other sports because you've got to get pitchers arms ready to go risk of injury. This isn't something that they do very often. But 
there's just not a lot of excitement or juice around the World Baseball Classic. And it's really a shame because you look at it, some of these teams are crazy good. Like Japan right now is mowing through everybody in their pool. And they've got the best player on the planet who's out there dominating as both a pitcher and a hitter. You've got the Dominican team. Have you seen that lineup? And then they've got Sandy Alcantara, you know, as their starting pitcher. Like, there are some fun things that you could watch. And after everything we saw with the World Cup, it just feels like this should be a bigger deal than it is. But there's just no excitement around it, right? Like, it's because it's glorified spring training. That's all it is. Like, there's there's not – the players don't really care. Like, the MLB players, the professional players, there doesn't seem to be, like, any urgency or – like it, like it really matters to them at all, and it's it's too bad, it's too bad. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't, it doesn't. It's hard. I don't. I think that the hard part, like you mentioned, the difference between baseball and soccer is it's just so hard to to do something different. Like you don't have something as specialized as a pitcher and arms and and when do you do this? Do you take a break in the middle of the regular season to do this? Like you know, and then these guys aren't conditioned. Do you do it after a long? grueling baseball season of you know playing basically almost every night for six months straight like there's just not a really good time to do it and uh so i I think that baseball just doesn't lend itself to have that same type of of tournament um i am excited to see some good things you know masataka yoshida you know the new red Sox signing from japan he's been playing well you know, but there's March Madness. There's, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just hard. I think, I don't think it's ever going to live up to that expectation. I, the other, the other hard thing is the biggest event on the planet for soccer is the world cup. It makes or breaks careers, right? You talk about like a player's legacy in their career being solidified by winning a world cup, right? That was always the thing that was looming over Messi's head was that he'd never won a world world cup and now everybody's like this solidifies him right that's not true in the world baseball classic like it's not making or breaking someone's career right like you're not making a difference of however many million dollars based on a performance at the world baseball classic now there was one guy from nicaragua that literally signed himself an mlb contract um a major league contract from the world baseball classic. Cause he striked out three of the best hitters in the world, but it's just not, it's not generating that kind of excitement and importance for the players. Like the world cup does for soccer. And so you're just never going to get the same excitement from the fans. If it's not as important to the players, you know? Yeah. It's, it's too bad because team USA, the star hitters showed up, but the pitchers didn't. And, and, and I get it. Like, I understand, like, there's a bigger injury risk for the pitchers, but it's kind of signaling to the fans, like, we don't care, so why should you care, you know? I think it's the same thing, Ben, like, you dislike the NBA, and I think there's a lot to it with the regular season of the players don't care, so why should I care, right? Like, if if the regular season doesn't really mean anything to you, and you're going to sit out all these games, and you're not going to play, and we're going to we're gonna play, you know, you know, we're not, we're not going to put in any effort on defense. Like if you're not going to care, why should I care as a fan? I think it's the same kind of thing with the world baseball classic and these clubs. 
like the team USA, there's so many restrictions on what they can do with the pitchers because of what the major league contracts or major league teams are asking them to do to be able to protect their arms that it's making them making it impossible to manage game. Like Mark DeRosa has one of the hardest jobs out there because like he really no matter how the game goes, we saw that against the Mexico in the Mexico game, no matter how the game goes, he's given a script at the beginning of the game and says, you have to follow this pitching script. It doesn't matter what happens in this game. And I think that's hard for the players to then have to go out there and try to perform when really it doesn't matter. They're just trying to get ready for the regular, for the MLB season. You know, it's just, it's, it's disappointing. It's frustrating. And is another example where baseball has this amazing opportunity and the players can't get out of their own way to make it that much better of an experience. Right. Well, to the point of, I don't, did you watch the Canada USA game? They took this 19 year old kid who had no business starting that game against the USA against, you know, the biggest hitters in the world and just threw him to the dogs. Right. Cause you know, it's just, that's the, they don't, have the ability to throw the best all the time and be able to always put them out there. You know, it's, it's a weird, difficult. And I don't know how you overcome that, honestly, with, with, especially with the pitchers. Like the only way you could do it is if you shortened the MLB season by 20 games for a year and did it in the middle of the season. Like, I don't know of any other way to overcome that in any way shape or form you can't do it at the end of the year everybody's tired and beat and they've already pitched their innings limit for the year like they're i just it's just different than soccer it's soccer's running it's a little different to that point though if we if you shortened the mlb season to 120 games from 162 would you really miss anything no, but the owners would miss money. Yep, that's where the issue comes in. But I think, though, I don't know how, if, how much money, much more money they would miss, right? Because part of the apathy with the regular season in baseball is just there's so many games, right? You shorten it a little bit. There's a little bit more urgency to it. People might watch a little bit more. Because where's the money coming from? I, I think baseball is different than some of the other professional sports. Yeah, the Most bigger the money is coming from sports, the it comes TV from TV. Deals. But baseball, I think it does come from attendance because you have so many live games, right? But I think if you shorten the season, I think your TV revenue could go up because you're more likely to get people to tune in um, because more of the games mean a little bit more versus... Well, and you'd tune in as a casual fan to non-game, like games that aren't just your team, right? Like right now, I tune in every night to the Dodgers, and on occasion, I'll turn on the TV and watch other games, right? Like if if they're on, but it's not like right. But I'll tune in to any kind of really NFL game or NBA game just to tune in sometimes. So maybe that does help if if there's less games. I just think a- that baseball is yes, it's kind of a world game, but it's still a regional world game. You have Central American countries, not even South American countries. You have Central American countries. You have Japan and Korea and the U.S. And outside of that, 
you're not running with a lot of European countries or other Asian countries or African countries. So it's way different than the world cup. That is truly a global game. You know, everybody plays soccer. Soccer is a big deal around the world. Baseball's not. And so I just don't think, you know, you're still your biggest baseball fan base is Americans and they already have major league baseball. So they don't care so much about the World Baseball Classic, and I don't think you're ever going to get them to. I just think it's just not the same. It's just definitely not the same thing as the World Cup, and I don't think it ever will be. Just like basketball won't be. Basketball won't be that either. You don't hear about who won the FIBA World Championship, or you just don't care as much. But I think the Olympics are starting to get there. I think that... If you look at professional basketball, is it is becoming much more global. And you have a lot of the majority of the star players, it seems like these days, are non-US players, right? Like you've got most of the big names in the NBA aren't American. You know, Jokic, Giannis, Luca, Embiid, like none of these guys are American. And so I think the game has evolved to the point where I don't think that America has the dominance in basketball that it once did. So I mean, do I think that the Olympics so could why don't start people to be care about the as competitive as the world care Cup. about the FIBA world championships then like, can, no, but the Olympics though. Yeah. Can I counter that though, Danny, you named some players that are top players, but who else is playing with them on their teams? I mean, the USA still has way more firepower in basketball and I don't, it's going to take a lot for that to become something where it's I, those teams don't have the teams around them. No, but they know international basketball and team USA doesn't. And I think that's where they've lost in the past. Like even the last couple of Olympics where they've won gold, it wasn't like a, they didn't blow everybody away. Like the world is catch, catching up to them. And I think because, they do play international basketball and they commit themselves to it. Whereas team USA is like, let's just kind of get some guys together and try to figure it out. Right. Like there's these guys have been playing together their whole lives and team USA is putting an all-star team together. It's, it's pretty different. I think that the one thing that you're missing is you're trying to compare it to the world cup and, and it's never going to be soccer. Soccer is just something different. As far as that goes, nothing's going to change that. Like soccer is a world game. Everybody plays soccer. Everybody, when they're little, they play soccer in everywhere except the U.S. Like that's the number one sport they learn how to play is soccer. You know, even even in the U.S., that's the, one of the first sports you're out playing as a kid. Yeah. One thing I did see this crazy statistic, though, was for the South Korea Japan game. of TVs in Japan were watching the South Korea-Japan baseball game. I think that's a place where the buzz around the national team is similar to that that you get with soccer is in South Korea and Japan. Like those those countries, their national team means something to them. I I think the same with Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Venezuela. I think some of these teams, like they're – their national team means something, and the players play with that national pride. USA doesn't have that yet for baseball or soccer for that matter, really. So, 
Anyway, it'll be interesting to see. I think the Dominicans are going to be really good. I think they probably win it all. I would love to see America do it. I just don't think the Americans have the pitching to get it done. Um, but Japan's going to be Japan's going to be a tough out. Yeah, don't well. sleep on Japan. Japan's going to be a really tough out. They're a good team. We'll see what happens there. Well, thanks everybody for listening. If you're still with us, hopefully we didn't bore you too much with our bracket, with our coin flip, and you stuck with us here listening um again check it out check us out on facebook check out our bracket challenge see if you can beat us and again our bracket is interesting to say the least so you should at least be able to have some fun seeing how the picks go and seeing how you do against the random chance of the coin yeah and we'll post that on facebook you know that link again to it's already there but that way you can join the group straight from the link instead of having to try to search for us and if you haven't followed us already, click that subscribe button, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get us, you don't want to miss an episode. So make sure you do that. Like us on Facebook so you can get all of our notifications. And then hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, talk some trash. And the winner of the Bracket Challenge, we'd love to have you on at the end of all of this with March Madness to talk about what we saw within the tournament. Well, second place, because I'm going to win. But Yeah, of course, Ben's going to win. <laughs> That's um, clearly what is going to happen. So thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you all have fun this weekend watching some basketball and, and hope you enjoy it. We yep. out.